Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey everybody, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life and I'm so excited about my guest today. We got Krista Karpowicz. Is that how I say your name? Almost, Karpowicz. Karpowicz. You know, it's what happens. I like practice, I make sure I know how I'm saying it and then I get right to it and I'm like, I'm going to say it wrong. So I apologize for that. No worries. Um, and you are from Wag Out Loud and Wag Out Loud is a podcast and that's P-A-W cast. Um, and I'm assuming we can find it on all the places where we can find It's a Dog's Life, right? On Spotify, iHeart, all those good things. That's correct. Awesome. And why I'm so excited to have you on is because it's nice to meet someone else who learned something, uh, went out and learned something and went, oh my gosh, I have to tell everybody this. Um, Basically, it's nice to know I'm not the only maniac who went out and did this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know about you, but I never had a podcast before this. Did you? Uh, No, and I am the most untech person in the world. So it's crazy that I'm in this space. (laughs) Awesome. So tell me, how? Tell me about Krista. How the heck did you become a host of a podcast about dogs? Well, I think it started probably almost 12 years ago when my previous dog Higgins was having seizures. And three different veterinarians couldn't figure out why. We bought another dog, and she was an adult dog, and the people said, we are not selling her to you unless you promise to feed raw. Okay, so while we were feeding Pixel raw, well, we might as well feed Higgins raw, which he was not getting, and sure enough, never had another seizure. Wow. So that got me thinking, and my current dog, Winston, has been on raw since day one, he's 11 and a half. And just two years ago, walking Winston, I don't know, something popped into my mind. I need to learn more about canine health and nutrition. So took a course. It took me a year because I had a J-O-B at the time. And to your point, I don't know why, I thought I want to tell more people, you know, not just one-on-one consulting. And I started the podcast. And it's been a year and a half now, and I'm having a ball, amazing experts. I learn every single day, and it is the best community to be with like-minded dog lovers that want to help their dogs live a longer and healthier life, just like you. It is. And it's it's funny because I, it all, there's always a dog involved, you know, a beloved dog where, um, you know, mine was my Lucy, my miniature schnauzer and seven years old, um, just started having issues and I, um, did everything that my vet told me to do. And she, I over vaccinated her, um, you know, put so many pesticides on her, fed a terrible kibble diet. And I thought I was doing everything right because my vet was telling me what to do. But I lost her at seven years old with no explanation. 
stopped counting at $10,000. So it's funny because I thought I was the only one going through this. And now I see, now I have a boarding and grooming shop. And now I see that most of the dogs coming into my shop are going through this. So dogs hit, you know, a certain age and they can't tolerate, their little bodies cannot tolerate everything, all the vaccinations, the pesticides and the terrible food. Um, and that's when the problems start. And then they go to the vet and then it's one prescription after another. And then it's just this downfall of problems. And that's when people put their dogs down or give them up. And it doesn't have to be that way. Is that what you found? Angela, you are so right. You hit the nail on the head. We don't know what we don't know. And we hold our veterinarians at such a high standard. And when you think about when they went to vet school, they'll admit they had one day of nutrition. Mm -hmm. And throughout their entire schooling, they are being vetted by the large companies that make the kibble, the processed food. And that's what they're told they need to sell in their lobbies. And I'm sorry, but that is not food. Right. And they're taught and I, I have been, I have spoken to uh, vet schools, vet students. I've been in the schools and what you're saying is right. All the halls are plastered with posters from Hill Science Diet and Purina. They're not taught about diet and nutrition, but what they, and, and not that it's some, they're doing something intentionally evil or anything. They're told that it's based on science that these uh, meals have been created for our dogs. So the vets are like, okay, great. Now I can just recommend this. Not knowing that it's, um, well, most of them don't know that it's not good for the dogs. So as pet owners, I mean, yeah, it's awesome to go pick up a bag off the shelf and give it to our dogs. But as I've said a hundred times, you know, it's like us eating Cheerios every day with no milk. And That's what I say, but I say Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah. Captain, oh, right. Well, you know, you're totally right. I'll never forget. I had this one dog so hyper. The parents were like, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. And of course, I'm, you know, suggesting um, CBD to calm them down. And uh, the dog boards with me and he pulls out the bag of dog food and hands it to me. And it's um, kibbles and bits. Oh, and the number one ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Sure. So you are right. Captain Crunch is kibbles and bits. So bad. I couldn't believe it. I said, this is why your dog is crazy and so hyper. Can you see my squirrel? Oh, out in your window. Uh -huh. I just did. <laughs> I think he's now noticed that Fridays are like podcast days because this is like his second visit now during podcast. I'm like, what is that? Oh, just a squirrel. <laughs> And I'm on the second story too. So those are vines. Oh. So those are a squirrel coming up into the vines up on the second story. It's so funny. But exactly. yes, it's, um, you know, we know that dogs love to eat. We know that their sense of smell is unbelievable. So they're eating that kibble because they have to, they're hungry. And of course they put things on it to make it smell good and even taste good just like Captain Crunch. 
um, but it's not nutritionally balanced. It's not good. What was like the, I mean, I guess you watching your dogs come back from health, you know, seizures stop. Um, when I used to, I used to publish a magazine, a family magazine, and I knew parents whose kids' autism um, was like non-existent when they took all the chemicals out of their house and started feeding, you know, a fresh diet. So I'm sure the same thing goes on for our dogs. Um, so when we always suggest CBD, we always go, what's your feeding? So you, you saw it yourself. You saw your dog's health come back. And then when you started taking the class, what were some of the biggest things that just shocked you? I did not know that dogs do not require carbohydrates to thrive. Mm -hmm. And when you look at this high heat processed diet, they are 40% plus starches, sugars, fillers that your dog does not need. And now that I know what I know, like the Captain Crunch, you are feeding a bowl of inflammation, pure and simple. I love that, how you say that. Um, you know, when you, when you say my dog has allergies and they bite their feet and they have hot spots and they have GI issues, it is all because of the diet and the leaky gut. And, you know, I could go on and on. Um, but people over- don't want to hear that. You well, know, it's, I, it's true for it us, right? Sugar is a toxin and a drug, right? I am addicted to sugar. Sure. So am I. So can you imagine your dog that's getting 50% of their diet and they're getting the same thing every single day? That's not nutritious. They need different proteins with different amino acid profiles to thrive. Their bodies are craving it. I, I just can't imagine eating that Captain Crunch every single day for my entire life. I mean, we did, you know, we had someone do a documentary about eating McDonald's every single day. Exactly. So, you know, eating McDonald's every day is like uh, even feeding the high end kibble that, right. you know, which I love, which I, which cracks me up because it's just as expensive as feeding a fresher raw diet, you know? So we're, we're going to, we have to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk about the argument of that it's expensive um, because that's what I hear the most. I just got it. You know, I was so excited because I, I got one family who has four dogs to change over to a raw diet and now they've changed back because it's too expensive. So we're talking about that when we come back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. 
Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right. We are back with Krista from Wag Out Loud, and we're talking about diets again. And, you know, those of you that um, have been with me from the very beginning, or I hope, hopefully you're not tired of hearing about me talk about diet, because, um, of course, we're on the Cannabis Radio Network, and I'm a cannabis pet expert. Um, and so I'm sure you're, you may be sick of me talking about diet, but the cannabis and the CBD is not going to help help when I, when I have a dog that I have gotten rid of their cancer, I can only do that with changing their diet. Also, this is not something you cannot just take a CBD capsule or a tincture or put a salve on and think that it's going to do everything. Everything I do is supported by a fresh, uh, raw, natural diet that our dogs need and thrive from. Um, but we were, before we went on the break, we were talking about, um, you know, how expensive it is. So funny that I get both, I get it so expensive. And then I just had a lady who ordered 40 pounds of answers in every single protein for her dogs. And she's a school teacher. So um, it's, uh, you know, I have nine dogs and I feed them all raw and fresh. And it is, it is not easy because it's, you know, I got a whole nother freezer and fridge. And the good thing is, is that I own a shop that's a mile up the road. So when I run out, I can just run to my shop and get more. Um, but it is definitely, I haven't been to a vet. I haven't had any issues or problems with any of my dogs. Um, you know, my 14-year-old schnauzer looks like a puppy. Um, you know, the dogs, people, it's so funny how people will come visit and won't be here for a while and see the old dog and go, oh my gosh, is that Daisy? Yep, that's Daisy. So what do you say to the people that, that say that it's too expensive? First of all, what I say is you pay now or you pay later. So to your point, Angela, Getting a fresh food diet, and whether that's cooked or raw, it's your choice, by switching them to a whole food, fresh food diet, you are going to save in the end. Because if you continue down the path of just opening a bag of kibble, (laughs) you're going to be going to the vet and you're going to be spending a lot of money. To your point, they're going to have so many issues because of the poor diet. So would you rather have them maybe spend a little more than the crappy food now and have them live a long and healthy life or keep feeding them this cheap, I hate calling it food because it's not food, it's It's feed. It's feed. You are going to have so many issues. So let's break it up. There's three ways to feed. I'd say you stick with your kibble. You get a cooked meal. So either a commercial 
And, you know, a lot of these farmer's dog and just food for dogs, Ollie's, they deliver right to your door. Or you can do a home-cooked home diet. Or you could go visit your little boutique store who carries the best brands and did all the research Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. <laughs> Complete and balanced. A lot of, will, a lot of those will um, deliver and or do curbside pickup if you want. But they're You're right. The best thing about going into your little boutique shops is that we can't buy these uh, products without learning about them first. So when you walk in and you have a question, you're talking to people who are feeding the dogs raw themselves, have done the research, probably can help out. Um, you know, I know people will go, oh, raw, come in, buy maybe an answers or a small batch and then see the goat's milk or the bone broth or the bones and go, oh, what are these? How do these help? Um, so, you know, these going into these shops not only help support local business, but they do know what they're doing because they're like us where they've done all the research and they're actually using it. So it's, you know, when you can support it, that is great. But yeah, there's no excuse now. You can have it delivered to your door. Exactly. So when, when you say, you know, how do I save money? Okay, let's, let's stick with the kibble. Let's say I have 10 big dogs. I cannot financially feed them a raw or fresh food diet. If you need to feed the kibble, just adding whole food to the kibble makes a world of difference. Uh, there's been studies that just adding leafy greens to kibble at least three times a week ensures that your dog is 90% better off in not getting certain types of cancer. Awesome. That's huge. And the, and the, the best vegetables are the broccoli and the Brussels sprouts and the kale. And yes. most of the time they love them. Absolutely. Them and putting them on top is a very easy thing to do. That or um, people don't know that eggs are pretty much the most perfect protein in the world. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, going and getting some cage-free eggs, lightly scramble them up, add them to the kibble. Oh my gosh. You know, and it doesn't have to be every single day. You know, try to get at least three times a week these toppers. Um, sardines. And sardines and water. Right. That was my next one. I mean, I know what I can two, get them. Two ninety nine a can. I mean, Not even. I can get like three for three dollars. You know, right. bumblebee sardines in water. Right. Um, so adding, I, I agree. It's um, and what's funny is that you know, and I'm sure I don't know if they taught said anything about this to you, but uh, the history of how our dogs are dying or you know younger. And back in the day, they were living to 20 years old. And they said it's because they were eating the scraps on the farm. They were eating the eggs and drinking the milk and whatever the family ate, the dog ate the scraps and was living to 20 years old. Yeah. We need to think about that. Right. Absolutely. So I, I was also noticing, um, you know, people who don't, have a lot of money who don't over vaccinate their dogs because they don't have the money to go take their dog to the vet and who do feed their dogs, whatever they're eating also live longer. Mm. 
something is going on here, I isn't know. there? <laughs> I always ask when I meet a, you know, a really old dog, I'm always, you know, a 15 year old dog, a 20 year old dog. I'm like, what are you feeding? What are you, and I'm always like taking mental notes of everything that they're saying. That's right. Um, with, so you said you did some consults before with, uh, did you do them with pet parents? Yes. Um, one that comes to mind, an Australian shepherd had hot spots, very dull coat. Um, she was smelly. Um, very, yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, lethargic. And we switched her over to a better brand of kibble. That's like a third. And then whole, whole fresh and or raw added with goat's milk and she is thriving. Her hot spots are gone. Uh, she doesn't smell anymore. She is like a little puppy and she's 12 years old. So many benefits of switching her. And I had my, my friend Barb is the one that owns Bella that went mm -hmm. through this. And I think she switched her probably about eight months ago and continues to rave and thank me for even making the suggestion. Cause as she said, I just didn't know my vet doesn't talk about this. Right. And what I usually find is that people go, I've already been, I already tried the diet or I've been feeding them the same thing for, you know, eight years. Why all of a sudden when, is my dog having a problem now? What do you say to that? Well, it's over time, of course, if we're not getting the proper nutrition, that's where the dis-ease comes into play. So you might not see it today or yesterday, but you will, I promise you. And people view their dogs as a family member. So step back and think, well, what would I feed my child? And they need variety, they need fresh whole foods, and <laughs> glyphosate is a whole nother can of worms that we can talk about that dogs are getting 30% more glyphosate in their bodies. And if people don't know what that is, that is the main ingredient in Roundup that is sprayed on all of our crops. And when you read these ingredients that the dogs are getting in this processed food, it is... The crops that are sprayed the most and, and not only that it's you know made in such high temperatures god knows what's happening to those pesticides and these high temperatures being baked into it yeah carcinogens. Have to remember dogs what carcinogens is what's happening right and the, our dogs are so close to the ground they're also getting it out in the lawn uh, everywhere that they go outside uh carpet cleaners they are they're being bogged down with all these toxins in their bodies. When you when you have a dog, um, so this dog you they you switched the kibble to a better kibble and just added fresh and raw and had such amazing results. Um, so that's something that anybody can do. Uh, yes. I, I've even you know on the days that I've run out and of food and was too lazy to go drive to my shop. I mean I made a giant thing of quinoa and oh. added the eggs and the sardines and the different things. So there's definitely ways to do it on a budget and 
um, it pays off in the end. Absolutely. And if you are interested in feeding raw, as you said, Angela, we've got these amazing companies out there that are feeding pasture-raised, pasture-finished, which in the perfect world, yes. Um, they're complete. They're balanced. You just thaw it and put it in the bowl, and dogs love it. But let's say you would rather do your own raw diet. I highly encourage it, sure. And there are co-ops everywhere. Awesome. So you just have to Google a raw feeders co-op and they already have the resources locally for you to get fresh muscle meat, organ meat from a local farmer that raises the animals in a humane way and much more nutritious as well. Oh, we're going to talk more about that. We have to take another break and we're going to talk about how, what you choose. If you want to go that route, how do you know what to choose to give to your dog every day? It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart. Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots and close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we are back. We're with Krista from Wag Out Loud. And you mentioned these co-ops, and I love it because I remember, um, you know, just trying to find raw bones, you know, to give my dogs. And I'm lucky now because I own the shop and, you know, Primal, uh, gosh, who all provide small batch, I'll give me, you know, I'll have raw bones, turkey necks, chicken necks, organs. So it's easy. I'm one of those shops that has all those, but tell me more about these co-ops. So you Google raw feeding. What did you say? Raw feeding co-op in my area. Awesome. And there's people already doing this and yes, maybe you have to buy a bigger freezer, (laughs) which is fine. Right. Um, But there are also companies like San Francisco Raw and Solely Raw that have all all of the different body parts, if you will, that you would need. But I do caution people not only with a homemade cooked diet, but also with a homemade raw diet, you need to do your research and make sure that what you're feeding is enough for them to get all of the nutrition that they need. So that's why it's easy to buy a commercial 
you know, like a Steve's Real Food or an Answers or Small Batch or Primal, what, what have you, they, they've done everything and the proportions are correct. Whereas if you're doing it yourself, especially with a home cooked, you have to do your research. And if you're looking for recipes, uh, that brings to mind, you know, people say, well, I just feed chicken and rice. Right. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm doing really well for my dog. I'm cooking for them. Right. Well, you're missing out on a lot of nutrients that are not included in chicken and rice. Right. So Dr. Karen Becker is one of my heroes. And I know that she has recipes on her website that you can check out that are complete and balanced. And raw feeding, you have to be dedicated. But again, you have to make sure that they are getting the right amount of muscle meat, organ meat, bone for the calcium. Calcium is one of the things that is missing in most homemade diets and people don't realize it. And what's the easiest way for um, someone to add calcium to their dog's diet? Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, back to the sardines. Sardines have calcium because the bones are included. Um, a lot of the commercial diets have the ground bone already in it. Mm -hmm. You can feed raw bones. I love goat milk, and I think you do too. Yep. Great source of calcium as well as nature's prebiotic. It's so good for their gut, and they love it. Yes, they do. We call it doggy ice cream at my house. Yeah, good stuff. And, and I also, it's a wonderful way um, for me to add my mushrooms. You mm. know, they don't, I mix, it, mix the mushrooms in, and they just lap it up. You're making um, me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is easy. And, you know, I, not easy, but I think it's easier to, um, you know, if you do want to do the full cook, do everything yourself, you know, Dr. Karen Becker is wonderful. Dr. Judy Morgan has an entire cookbook. Yes, she um, does. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, she makes a pup, pup loaf that, you know, is really popular. So, you know, there's definitely ways to follow recipes and get it. I, of course, find it easiest to go buy, you know, the answers or the small batch because I know that they've done it. I've gone to the answers farm and seen the animals. I don't eat meat, so it was very important to me how the animals are raised and treated and that it's humane. Um, I believe a happy animal is more nutritious <laughs> than an unhappy animal. So um, I love that, that I don't have to figure it out. Um, I also, all these also have websites that you can go and figure, you know, okay, this is why I give the goat's milk. This is why I give the bone broth. Do you do bone broth? Is that um, something that you're, uh, you do a lot? He gets it every day. Every day. So I easy to make in my crock pot, do yep. a huge batch and jar them in my mason jars, freeze it. And then I just take them out as needed. And if you are doing turkey for Thanksgiving, you need to take that carcass and make some bone broth because, mm -hmm. you know, bone broth is a nature's healer. It's just so good for them. Um, have you heard about how, you know, taking the bone broth helps them that way? 
I have. And, you know, we, we could talk forever, Angela. We could talk about fasting and would, instead of feeding a meal. I would love to talk about that because, you know, all the things that we um, benefit from as, hu- as us, as humans, our dogs benefit from. And so I think it's so funny when I say, you know, a dog, because we do consults too with Dr. Zach. And when we have a dog that's having major GI issues and we want to, and is an older dog, and we want to switch over to a fresh or raw diet, we always want to do a cleanse first. So tell us a little bit, like, how does the cleanse, does it work the same way for dogs? If you think about it, okay, dogs are descendants from wolves. Did wolves get two or three meals every single day, same time? No. The body cannot function 24-7 in digestion mode. Ours can't, our dogs can't, it needs a break. And when the body is not digesting, it can focus on the healing, getting rid of the toxins. So I like myself, I like intermittent fasting for myself and my dog. Me too. After his dinner, he eats at 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. After that, he doesn't eat anything. Not even treats people. And that's a whole nother thing. People give way too many treats. And it's the treats, again, that are the processed, high sugar, high treats carb. The worst. I mean, they're called treats. So they want their dog to go crazy for it. Yes. And you're doing more harm giving those treats. And I'm sorry, the puppy eyes. You can give me every excuse in the world. Let's look at the obesity epidemic in our dogs and the diabetes. We have to step back and figure out why are we feeding this, I'm sorry, crap. They don't need it. They don't want it. They're addicted to the sugar and the carbs. So with treats, do you know blueberries are amazing? So many antioxidants and your dog just needs a couple So instead of going to a treat jar, why not give them a blueberry Mm -hmm. or a piece of banana or an apple? But watch the sugar, you know, even the natural sugar. You don't want to go overboard. Yeah, I have dogs that sell their souls for a piece of banana. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. I know. It is really good stuff. Yes. Well, thank you, Krista, so much for joining us. How do people um, find your podcast? Well, we know how they find your podcast, but your website, or can they still um, get consults with you if they do want to do a switch? You can. Uh, I've, I think I just put out number 85 uh, podcast episode, which comes out. Uh, so I highly recommend you looking there because uh, the experts know a lot more than I do. And as you know, this industry changes on a daily basis. Yep. Um, so yeah, just go to wagoutloud.com and I encourage people to join the free community where these conversations go deeper. And then we just launched our LTO show last week. That's limited time offers on amazing products in the dog industry. I wanted to show you my to-do list where I literally wrote QVC for dogs. That's right. And I can't wait for you guys to be on. Yeah, let's do it because it's so, um, I mean, I have so many, and I know you're the same way as I am, that you have collected some of your favorite uh, products that you vet and have, you know, researched. I'm the same way, but they'll just sit there unless I tell you what they are and how they work. So what a beautiful idea. 
Krista Thanks. from WAG Out Loud, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. Angela, I appreciate you and your team and everything you do. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks. opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.